You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> Episode 123 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Ryan Honey and Robert Lettinen. Podcast is brought to you by Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Big games for New York football this weekend. Giants at home against the Lions at 1. Jets on the road against the Patriots also at 1 o'clock. Rob, I don't think, I don't think I'm being too, uh, I don't think I'm over-exaggerating here. This is Zach Wilson's like biggest game of his life for like five different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's sucked against them. They've sucked against them either. They could just as easily be in first after Sunday as they could be in last. They could be in first place after Sunday. They could also be in last. It depends on, you know, that game and the Buffalo game. Obviously Miami's on a bye. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's got a chance to redeem himself against the Pats. They have a chance to sort of change the course of history with, I mean, this is, they have a chance this year to finish with a better record than the Pats for the first time since 2000. So in a year in which that's finally possible, they could finally beat them for the first time since Ryan Fitzpatrick was under center and change the course of history. And Zach could be a part of that. It's the biggest game of his life. I don't care what happened against Buffalo before the bye. I don't care that he's five and one this year. Like, Sunday is must win, must uh, produce Zach Wilson. I mean, he must win. He must produce. It's a it, bottom line. It's a must win game. Yeah. Those, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's I mean, first of all, the Jets, what, what, 13 game losing streak to the Pats or 11 now? Yeah, 13 what? with like an average margin of like 19 points. Yeah. And, and to say that he is a reason we lost against the Pats is is very fair. I'm not obviously not going to put the complete blame on just him. You JFM know, like too. I, like like I said, like JFM that if he called like there the miss offense pass interference on the first touch and whatever. That's, that's not the point. It's not completely on him. However, I think the time of saying that the pass of this team, I, I it it's over. Ever since Tom Brady left, Bill Belichick has lost both uh, years after the bye. He's lost both games against the Lions and the Bears, who are not high caliber teams, especially in the last two years. So Oh really? I, I, I think it's yeah, the last two years yeah. and off to the bye. They've lost the <laughs> even, Bears even, last even though year. the Lions have so much hype every year and then like cause like yeah. Dan Campbell biting kneecaps, hard knocks, and all of a sudden they're one and six. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it that Bill Belichick is 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 this, you know, this mastermind at this point anymore. He's lost Brady and I'm not saying like, oh he like it's not fair to judge him because he does doesn't have an elite level quarterback. And he did make Mac look decent last year, but at the same time, like he isn't that guy. I don't think that you fear, and I don't think they're that team that you fear. Plain and simple, if Zach played like he did against the Bills, against the Pats, I think we blow them out by probably twenty something points. I don't think it's a debate. I don't think it's a close game at all. I think that we dominate them thoroughly if Zach plays well. And I think the fans have had enough of being bullied by the by the pats and like being the laughing stock of you know the pats franchise always like being uh-huh. like you can't beat us we're going into their home but like all will be forgotten about that first game against the pats if he goes out balls out when, even if he doesn't ball out if he plays yeah. good enough to where we win the game doesn't make mistakes maybe throws a touchdown runs for one like everyone's gonna be like okay that's fair but like i think that the only reason that we could possibly lose this game is if he has another bad game and and i think that the fans are kind of ready, like one way or another. Like they're either. I think this is a huge turning point in his career as to whether the fans embrace him if he balls out, beats them, especially if he like, especially if he does what he did against the Bills and maybe even more. I mean, the last time they played, he threw three hundred some passing yards and two touchdowns. If he can minimize the turnovers and do the exact same thing, I think the fan like he's gonna he's gonna be 
you know, huge in the fans' eyes. People are going to rally mm-hmm. behind him. He's going to have the full support. If he sucks, yeah. throws another three picks, the fans are going to be they're gonna, oh, he's like, screwed if they're he gonna throws be three him picks. Next time he comes out, like it's yeah. plain and simple. You, we've seen it with every New York team. If you don't play, they're going to boo you. If he doesn't ball out, the next time he's home, like people are going to boo him. And I know he's still young and he's still going to have those bad games, but like this is not the game to do that. This is the game where he has to have best. He has to play the best football that he could possibly play this game, win the game, and therefore I think that this is like. I think this could be a huge momentum builder for the team and for him going yeah. forward. Yeah, like I said, like it's they can be in first place just as easily as they could be in last after Sunday. Like he could be beloved by Jet fans just as easily as uh, there could be the bust narrative on New York sports radio and Monday morning yep. and all the headlines, and it could be a disaster. It, it could be an absolute whirlwind, fantastic Sunday for Jets fans. Just as much, just as easily as it could be an absolute disaster, which is what it was three weeks ago against the same exact uh, division opponent. But it's the it, there's about five legitimate reasons why it's the biggest game of his life, and it's not yeah. it, we're not far fetched by saying that. You know, no. it, it's they they finally have an opportunity to make noise in that conference and in that division. They're finally on track to have a better record than the Pats. But even if they finish with a better record than the Pats and still make the playoffs, getting swept by New England again is going to be a blemish on that record. Yeah. It, 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 it is no matter what because they can't they cannot beat that team. So until they do, it's always going to be a blemish on the record no matter how good. Not, it, not that the Jets have done great since the last time they beat the Patriots. It's not like they've, it's not like they've, they've been a playoff team, but even if they are like losing to new England twice again and getting swept by them for the third straight year for the seventh straight year and the third straight year, even after the Tom Brady era, like it's, it's a disappointment and it's unacceptable. Like it's, it's, there's so much pressure on him this Sunday and I feel I, I feel bad, but I don't because he is a he's, he's 23, but he is a pro football player. And that's the job. That's why he's getting yeah. paid so much. Um, so but the, the pressure is on him and he's got to yeah. show up. And if he doesn't and if he throws another three picks and, uh, you know, the the completion percentage continues to be low and the passer rating continues to be low. And they have they're like both are like second. I believe the completion percentage is third to last in the league. Um, and I think the passer rating is second to last, you know, if it's, if it's a three interception game and if he's not in sync with his receivers, it's going to be a total disaster. And I don't know, like, I still think highly of bill. I don't, I, I, I'm not, I don't love that offense. Uh, I I'm think not saying that, that bill isn't, uh, isn't, you know, I mean, bill go down is debatably the best coach of all time, if not the best, but I'm just saying that, like, I don't think. With the roster we have and the way we have shown we can play, like this should be a team we should go into and just be like, this is a win. Like you have to go in. Our roster yeah. is astronomically better than theirs. Like there's no doubt about that. I don't think that you could really compare the two. Like I think our wide receiver group is much better. They have solid corners. I but I would say we have debatably we have a top three cornerback duo. And you know, uh, yeah, you, I think you you arguably have the best cornerback. Duo. You argue arguably, but the top three, no doubt. And then, yeah. you know, and then Mosley's been balling. Quincy Williams has been good. Quentin Williams is honestly probably the best D tackle this season thus far. So, yeah. and, you know, like not like JFM. I mean, JFM has, has made his mistakes that have cost us a lot. And, you know, but if he can clean that up, Carl Lawson still, you know, he's not getting the numbers we want him to see, but he's still causing havoc. And, like, our defense is so good. And our offense has the ability, like, Michael Carter, like, I mean, yes, we lost Brees. Yes, we lost Elijah. Yes, we're down Makai. I mean, whether or not that's a big deal, you know, is what it mm. is. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, this is a team that we need to go in and we need to it, – it, it has to be like that monkey off your back type of – like, they are the kryptonite in the Jets. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. to be fair, the Jets have sucked so bad the last, you know, like eight years that it hasn't mattered because it's like you're bound to lose to the past because you suck anyway. But it's like now – that we don't suck. This is like, this is where you have to say like the Pats aren't, you know, the Pats aren't this team that is going to continue to bully us every single year and beat us every single right. year. Can you, can you imagine if, uh, if they lose this game, the Jets do, and they meet them in the playoffs 
and then they lose again. <laughs> oh, no, I couldn't imagine. I'd fucking. I, I everybody, know. everybody I'm would be. I'm moving to the Philippines. Like I'm, ev- I'm done. Everybody would be like, fire this guy. Fire. It would be a that would be a disaster. And it, and it's not like them facing each other in the playoffs is impossible. I mean, all four yeah. of those teams, all four of those teams could make the playoffs. Yeah. Um. I mean, and it's going to be you, tough you, for all four to make, but any four of them can make it. You know, it's not yeah. like anyone in that division is out of it by any means. No, I mean, they're all currently in position to make the playoffs. Yeah. Pats are, ga- Pats are in last place, and they're, they're a game and a half uh, back of Miami, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're a game and a half yeah, back of Miami. Yeah. So and yeah, I think so. they're I think they're in the wild card. I think they would be yeah, or no. I have to check. I don't know the exact card. um the Pats are the last wild card. The they Jets are, are the yeah. second or the third. Yeah, they're the second wild no, they're the first wild card. They'd be they'd be five. They play the Ravens. Uh Giants are now yep, Giants are now number the fifteenth. Giants are now the top uh top wild card. Big uh big win for the Giants, even though obviously Houston is uh, the worst team in the NFL. Um, yeah. But it's they needed. Of course, they just, Houston hits the win. field goal. What's that? I mean, you just needed to win. I mean, and you did. That's the I thing. mean, was like, it pretty? Houston, no, Houston, but you won. You know, it's annoying is that Houston kicked the field goal with like eight seconds left to make it 24 16. So it technically ended up as another one possession win for the Giants. Yeah. Like they were, yeah, they mean, were, like they, it was one of those things where the Texans were down. 24-13, so they clocked it, kicked it, and then tried to get the extra, the um mm-hmm. the onside kick. And it's like the Giants were this close to finally winning a game by like oh 11 or 13. It's like no, they lo- they won by eight, so it's technically they every actually win. Haven't, they actually haven't done that yet. They haven't won a game by more than one position. No, I'm, no, no. Really? Jesus. Not that I know of. No. I didn't even know that. Well, I, I, I they, they I believe won. Every game by at least uh, at the at the most eight points. I did not know at that. At the most wow. eight points, yeah, yeah. I think they've won twice by eight points. Like if I you think go, that speaks volumes of how good your defense is. Obviously, it doesn't look great for the yeah. offense, but I mean, but I think the the offense isn't going to look the offense. Yeah, they beat the Titans by one, Panthers by three, Bears by eight, Packers Panthers by three, three is bad, four, bad, Jags. Hey, beat, uh, that's six. the thing. It's like your season's so weird. Like you beat the Ravens. Like, you beat the Titans. The Titans, to be fair, looked really bad opening week, and now they look good. But, like, yeah, the Titans looked – the, the and Titans, then they, like, barely beat the Panthers. Like, uh, yeah, I mean – there was that missed pick six on the Panthers' behalf as well. I mean, yeah. it wins a win. At the end of the day, it wins a win. The thing is this. The Giants – it's tough for the Giants to win by a, a significant number of points because they're very defensive-minded – and they're they're a run based offense. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're not. They're, they want to limit the. They want to limit the, the the opportunity of turnovers on the like. They want to. Yeah, they they want to eliminate Daniel Jones the, ball the response. Yeah, they don't want to limit the responsibility of Daniel Jones. But I think they it not. It's not so much them wanting to limit the responsibility limit of the Daniel risk. Jones. Uh, they, it's not like they don't trust him. I think they're just playing no. to their strengths, and I think it's yeah. uh, it's obvious that Saquon is a strength. But yeah. the thing with Jones, and by the way, I get I I I I put out something uh on uh, ESNY this week. I'm thinking it's I'm thinking he gets a contract, Jones. Yeah, he's not get, he's not getting tagged because the tag is like thirty million dollars. Yeah, you're but not paying him thirty. I'm thinking. I'm thinking he gets a contract that's three years, $66 million. So it's key. He's not getting, he's getting $22 million a year. He's not getting, uh, it's not as much as the, from an annual standpoint, it's not as much as the franchise tag would be, but it's more than he's going to get on the open market because he's just not that, he, he, he's not getting a lot on the open market. Oh, you're not in the position to get somebody any better than him. That's the thing. Exactly. Like if they if they were two and seven, this is a different story. But they're not. If they, if they were two and seven. He's gone. Like it's, it's yeah. But, <laughs> that's the thing. Like I I I was expecting to already have my off season bl- like blueprint ready because I yeah, thought they were yeah. gonna suck. I thought they were gonna be like they would have been one and eight at this point, and you're gonna be saying goodbye to Jones and Barkley and so many other guys. 
And all of a sudden that that's not the case. And so you're not, and they're seven and two. Yeah. Are they going to make the playoffs? Probably. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? No, but they're not going to be in the position to draft a quarterback. And they're not really going to be in the position to sign a free agent because these, the, the big name quarterbacks, they're, they don't they go on hit. the market. Never hit. Like they lock, like, they, those teams, there's a reason the market next year is Baker, Garoppolo, um, you know, Bridgewater, I think Jameis, maybe it's guys just see every year because they all just get one year deals because they're yeah. either bridge starters or very good backups. Like these yeah. big time quarterbacks, they, these teams are locking them in as soon as they get the chiefs got two years out of Patrick Mahomes as a starter. And they signed him to a decade long contract that was half a billion dollars. So yeah. they can't so they can't get a quarterback and that way because I don't know if they're going to be patient enough to have a bridge of Garoppolo or Baker or whoever it may be. Um, and they can't they can't draft a kid because I'm not trusting them to draft someone late in the first round or in the second round and call that kid the future of the franchise. So yeah. it's they have no choice. They have to they. They got they got to do it, and he and he's deserved it too. He's shown he's a fit in the offense. He's limited the turnovers. He hasn't made the big mistakes. I thought the throw to Slayton when he was getting uh, ripped to the ground against the Texans was outrageous. I was like, why would you throw that? And all of a sudden, Slayton bobbles it, reels it in, and breaks off a 54-yard run for a touchdown. Like it's just like he's. Like it's he's limited the turnover, even though he's made some questionable throws still, and he'll he'll always make questionable throws. Yeah, they always yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. Eli made questionable throws for 16 years. He's limited the turnovers, and he's shown that he can fit in that offense. And if they sign him to like a 66 million dollar deal over three years, I think they can structure in a way where it's team friendly. I think they could give him a hefty signing bonus, so the cap hits aren't big each year, and they could focus on other positions. Uh, they could focus on addressing other spots. And let's be real. Da- Daniel's a smart kid and he's a good kid. He's going to understand the situation. He's he's yeah. going to know he's not going to get money. He's not going to get a lot of money he's in the open market. Mega deal. He just hasn't yeah. And he knows they're not going to franchise tag him. He understands that. He's smart yeah. about it. And, and, and I think he realized in the open market at best he's getting 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. At best. Like at absolute best. That's how much he's getting. And I, 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 like, I think 22 – over two years is a solid deal. Like I think that's something that he'll, he'll, he'll. I think I think it'd be stupid not to take that in a heartbeat. I think that it would be shocking to me if another team was to be like, you know, we're gonna offer you that. Because at the end of the day, he is. I think, and I, I think he's. I think he's playing at, at a level that's just above what you would want out of a bridge guy. But like like we said, I don't think Daniel wins you a Super Bowl. I don't think he's that type of player. No, he he. I don't think either. And I think one of the arguments against bringing him back is the fact that he's not one of those guys. Well, well, he he can't stack up against the NFC playoff quarterbacks. Like when it gets to January and the Giants possibly have to face whether it's Minnesota or Philly again or uh, Tampa Bay in the playoffs, like, and he's got to go against Cousins or Hurts or Brady or whoever the, whoever it may be. Um, or if they play the if the Rams somehow come back, he's got to face Stafford. Uh, I don't think, which I don't think they will. I think they're a total mess. Um, yeah. But he's you're gonna see very quickly that he might not stack up with these pro with these playoff quarterbacks and these yeah. guy and these high powered offense who that will these high powered offenses that rely on the pass game because if they, if they find themselves if they're playing a team like Minnesota in the playoffs they could easily find themselves trailing in the second half and then which they they have to throw the ball and yeah. then what happens like if you're if you have to rely on Daniel to pull you back into a game and I'm not talking one drive I'm talking a couple drives yeah. like if they yeah. have to keep up with a high powered offense in the in the playoffs can he be trusted to do that? And if he cannot, then that's an issue, and I think that's going to play a role. But ultimately, I think they're, I think they're, the Giants are sort of tr- trapped. But at the same yeah, time, I think 100%. they have. I, I think when it comes to the financials, I think they have leverage, and I think they have a lot of it. And I, I yeah, I, I honestly think a 22, 22 million per year for three years, where so, but it's structured in a way where they can get out from under it after two if they need to. Yeah. I think, I think my only cons- my only concern with him would be, you know, if if 
the Giants decide to move on from Saquon, like if that's their idea, then what happens? Then how does he look without him? Like, what is he mm-hmm. without Saquon? I'm not saying, like, I, I think you'd be stupid to say that Saquon leaving wouldn't change the offense because it would. You're not going to have a running back that you can, that's going to be top tier unless you draft somebody. Maybe, you know, you go, maybe, I mean, I don't think B. John Robinson drops that far to you guys, but maybe he does. Or Jameer, maybe you got someone like Jameer and like you try to make it work. I mean, look how Brees Hall was a second round pick. Look how good he looked. Kenneth Walker, second round pick. He's been dominating. Damian Pierce mm-hmm. was even later dominant. Yeah. Like, so yes, you could find guys, but I'm just saying, like, for what Saquon has provided him, being that safety blanket, the running game being so potent yeah. as it is, it's it's if you let if you let Saquon go, because let's be honest, running back isn't a isn't a premium position. Um, and I think the fact that you see how how many you know running backs that are starting to creep into people's top ten with Damian Pierce, Ken Walker, Brees Hall would be there, like, and they mm-hmm. were all taken late. Or can you really? justify paying someone like Saquon who's going to ask for minimum $12 million when you could get a rookie on a, you know, what, what a second round, year, I, what a second year people even make a few million a year. Like, can you justify paying Saquon four, five times as much money? It, it, that's the question. And I'm not saying that. I think, I think one of the I'm reasons that, like, it's going to be tough to like make everything else work for your team while you realize you can get running backs so late. People ripped, ripped the Jets for drafting Brees Hall. Ripped the Jets, saying it wasn't a position of need. They, yeah, it's a premium, it's a premium pick. So yeah, I ripped them right now. Energy. If you're gonna keep that energy with the Jets, then like you can't sit there and tell me Saquon's worth fifty million dollars. Like no, I, I well number one, I do that now because he's hurt. Like yeah. Now I'm now now I'm now I'm siding with the dude from PFF who like went off. We know how no, smart I, those I people know. are. I don't really yeah right. Um, what you call it? And then with Saquon, I think one of the reasons why you give Daniel that type of deal is so you have the cap flexibility. So one of the things you can do is bring Saquon back. Now I think I think they'll franchise tag Saquon, and I think you know maybe if he's unhappy with it, they try to trade him. Uh, and that's fair. They try to get a deal done there, but I, I think you know one of the reasons why you get Daniel that franchise type of deal tag? is so you. What's that? How much is the franchise tag for running? I don't look it up. It's projected at like twelve million, I think, per, per uh, over the cap, which is uh, the superior of the uh, contract websites. I'm just, I'm if, I'm, if, if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna if I'm gonna give my take on the contract websites, over the cap is uh, pretty yeah, fire. I'm looking at it right now. I'll figure it out. 2022. But yeah, it's like um, quarterback is it's like 12.6 now. Okay. 12.6. What's quarterback exactly? 30, 31.5. 31.5. 31.497. Okay. I rounded up. I mean, that, that's the only two you would even think about tagging. Um, well, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, that's what are they going to tag? What are they going to tag? Darius Slayton? Like, oh, you're talking about for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're not tagging any of your re- receivers to the franchise tag. 19.8. It's like definitely not franchising Dagan. Darius Slayton's getting nineteen point eight million. Uh, I wonder what they'll do with him. Yeah. I bet you they don't bring him back. I mean, Daniel Jones trusts him and has a good connection with him that it's sort of reviving itself after a couple years. But I don't yeah. think. Jeez, I, I don't think. Um, yeah, but who's, who's, I, who's, so, who? So assuming. So if you let him go and you get into Galladay. Yep. You know, you have you you got rid of Tony, who by the way looked pretty solid for the for the Chiefs. Yeah, he um, did because he's good. <laughs> like, yeah, and then, he, and then did you see him like fake limp into the end zone? I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a fake limp. He, he was tiptoeing the sideline, like. Yeah, and then he jumps on one leg. Like that was a weird celebration. I'm not saying it was directed at the Giants, but I don't think weird. it was. But I don't think. But it yeah, was. so so you, so say so if you don't bring back Satan, who are you going into next season with? A receiver? Like you're Wandell and then the, the mm-hmm. practice squad players uh, Wa- called up. Uh, yeah, Wandell. Um, yeah, I mean, whoever comes back as far as, like, the reserves are concerned, you don't know if they're going to bring back David Sills or Richie James or any of those names. Uh, as far as what they do a receiver next year, I mean, it's yeah, like Wandell is there. Um, you know, who knows what's going to happen with guys like Sills, Marcus Johnson, Richie James. Uh, you know, there's a guy, there's, um, Colin Johnson's on IR. It's not going to be a, it's, 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 it's not going to be a pretty, uh, wide receiver group, but it's not now. 
So that that's why if they're bringing yeah. Jones back and their franchise tag in Barkley, I think they got a, you know, I think receiver in first round is, I think, yeah. And, 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 and receiver in first round. Let's don't, don't sign the big name receiver. Don't dish out 18 million a year. Well, don't make the big, big move. Uh, good. Okay. Don't, I don't, don't overpay for a guy who's supposed to be a number one receiver. Like, and who who, who, at, who had a, one or two good years in Detroit? If I'm that. looking at it now, and I see, like, I'm looking at it now. The highest average annual is Nelson Aguilar, like, currently making. Then you go down a little bit. Like, the only notable names are Lazard, Jacoby Myers, Juju. Like, it, it, it's tough. It's a tough free agent market for wide receiver. Like, coming up, it, it's, it's. I would sign. Not I'm gonna look up. Uh, so I would Kobe as a wide receiver too, for sure. But it depends on how much you want. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so I would – they're not bringing back Shepard. I mean, that's – No, Shepard. I think Shepard. Shepard might get signed for real low by somebody, but – Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, hey, he's, Jamal he, Williams – I'm looking at the free agents right now in all the positions. Jamal Williams could get a decent bag to be the RB1 somewhere. Maybe. Uh, like I mean, I'm not saying 12 mil. More than yeah, I mean, like only the only fr- the only uh, free agents I would look at are, are are ones that they could they could sign for like a one year deal. That's where it's low risk, potentially high reward, like a potentially high upside signing. Like um, Juju, but Juju's had a decent year, so he may be asking for quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, Juju's one name. It doesn't need to be a star. There's some guys on. There's some guys who are gonna be Julio. No, Julio's no. I, 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 Jacoby Myers. I mean, I could see the Pats trying to bring him back. Um, Juju's a name I would look at. Jarvis, I feel like is gonna be too expensive. Not not too expensive, but I just don't. I don't know. I mean, hey, if they like bring Odell back, if have... they bring Odell back, I mean, maybe they bring Jarvis too. <laughs> like maybe they yeah, find they pair him up. They pair them up again. Uh. I mean, there's a couple names. I mean, Sammy Watkins is there um, going down to, like, where the rookie contracts are. Guys like Marquez Calloway. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's guys who, guys who you could Guys who you could sign for somebody. a year. They got to look at – they got to draft somebody as, as far as – because, you, you know, you, you, may, you may be looking at a scenario next year where if anybody is the wide receiver one, it's Wandell or a potential rookie they draft. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't even want them to be in a scenario where there's a true number one wide receiver because they that's an offense that relies on the slot receiver a lot. Just get just get, you know, speedy, shifty receivers and involve all of them. You know, I don't want an offense that's just one, you know, it, there's one guy up here, there's the Cooper Cup, and then there's just everybody else. Like, yeah, I want everybody to be involved. I want everybody – I want – you know, the defense to be overwhelmed by the number of playmakers. That's why I was so excited about this year because I'm like, they got Tony and they got Wando Robinson, who's the same type of receiver. Like, this could be yeah. dangerous. And they finally, yeah. and they have an offensive minded head coach who could make that work. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, Tony's, the, the Tony saga continues until it ends. And then uh, Wandell is hurt for a couple of games, scored a touchdown against Baltimore. But, and he's looking like a, he's a pretty good player, but, you know, he's not is star yet but it's they gotta get they gotta draft someone uh receiver in the first round i think it and uh they probably could find somebody or maybe honestly i wouldn't mind them doing it in the second round they you could find you could find a high value guy you could find good value in the second round of receiver yeah 100 but you you need somebody like you need you need somebody somewhere like you can't like going in with what you have now is not gonna cut it yeah. And then at that point, it's like, I mean, how long are the other excuses going to continue? Because like if, if Jones, again, doesn't do too well, like, you know, does all right, but, you know, you fail to make the playoffs next year or you make it out, bounce first round and all that stuff. Because and so it, the question is, is, you know, when, when, do, when does it stop? When, when do the excuses stop coming? And when do you stop saying, oh, well, he didn't have the receivers. Oh, well, he didn't have this. He didn't have that. You know, because that was the excuse people were making for 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 Donald when he was with the Jets. Yeah. Oh, you know, you're not like you, we didn't provide him with enough, and then we moved on. And like, yeah, did we? You know, we didn't do what we needed to do with Donald. But at the end of the day, it's like mm-hmm. when push comes to shove, you gotta be you gotta be good. It doesn't matter 
like at yeah. the end of the day, like yes, we should help you, but like when it comes to money and it comes to everything else, you move on. You and like now this is where we're in the position with with where the Jets are in the script position. If Zach doesn't work out, he's got definitely till the end of this year. He most likely has the end to the end of next year unless he absolutely is atrocious. But like he most likely has the end. He most likely has until the end of next year to basically prove because we have it lined up. You have the you have a strong running back core. You have strong receivers. You have a solid O line, good defense that can win games. Like you can win. Prove it that you're that you're this good. Now, if you're gonna right. sit there and kind of that, but that's why it's almost good because it's like next year if Zach isn't good enough to win playoff games, then I think it's plain and simple you move on. And I think that like the longer you make these excuses for these quarterbacks, like the more you're screwing yourself over. Like like that's the thing is like you. I don't think the Giants have gotten a clear-cut answer on on whether or not Jones is the guy. I don't think you could sit there with certainty and tell me, oh, yeah, like, Jones is the starter or, oh, yeah, like, no, I'm done with Jones. Like, I think you, like, you know, it's kind of hard to lean one way or the other. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, yeah. you need to get rid of those excuses and basically be like, all right, now's your time to, to, to win football games and win playoff games. Not just win football games, but also win playoff games. So. That's, I mm-hmm. think that's, that's the thing. Like you, you, like, hopefully you could figure it out. You get a good guy in the draft. And if he's not the guy next year, then you, then you're starting to realize, you know, it's time to start getting ready to move on, find somebody in the draft or find I, somebody somewhere. I can't wait to have the conversation about like, I wonder if like next year we'll have, or in two years, we'll have a conversation like, oh, I wonder what Zach's contract may look like. <laughs> like, I wonder if it's like, like, I wonder, what if it's at the same exact, what if, what if he's, it's the same exact uh, scenario in like two years? Where like, they're they're good and they're winning games and Salah's a good coach, and but they haven't exactly peaked yet. They haven't gotten over that hump. And the reason they haven't gotten over the hump is because they don't employ a productive, consistent uh, mistake free quarterback. quarterback. They, they don't have an elite quarterback. Right. I, I like. I wonder. Is. Like at least like Daniel's in a unique situation where you know it's like the Giants are winning the games, but he hasn't. He he hasn't played great. But he hasn't played bad. But he hasn't sucked. Yeah. And what he's been asked to do is to not suck. Yeah, because they know it's a run-based offense, and he knows that as well, and they know they have no receivers, and he knows that as well. They know it better than we do it, and anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not to the, – the, the Jets ask so much more from Zach. So yeah. much more. Michael yeah. – Fl- oh, my God. They have – this guy – this kid has been – this kid runs around everywhere. They ask yeah. him to do so much. So if it, you're looking at a scenario in two years where if he's still struggling, he's still making the mistakes, and he's still not beating divisional opponents like the New England Patriots. Like it's it's not going to be the same scenario that Daniel's in. It might not no, be. No, where it's, like the thing it's, is, is, is there's positives and negatives to where you're you're playing to Jones' strength and to your team's strength, but like I said, you're not proving whether or not Jones is the guy. It's still up in the air. And like I've heard Giant fans say. What do you mean he's 100% the guy? Let's, uh, you know, let's lock him in. I've heard people say, fuck no, I don't want him anywhere near my team. And I've heard people in the middle being like, what you're saying, like, three-year yeah. deal, tie him down for a little bit, see what happens. And I think that what we're doing with Zach is we're putting him under the pressure. We're making the offense basically run through him, which is it, – it, is it fair to him? I mean, like we, like you said earlier, you're a professional quarterback. You have to understand it's going to happen. Like – yeah, like, doesn't, mm. you know, is it, you know, a lot of stress on him, a lot of pressure? Of course it is. But at the end of the day, I don't think we'll be in the same position as the Giants are now. I think within, I think by the end of next year, we will know, like, is this guy or is this not the guy? And of course, you're always going to have those people that are like, you know, no matter mm. how good or how bad they're going to be on one side or the other. But I think the consensus about whether or not Zach should be signed long term will be known by the end of next year. I think that I think that they're just going to keep putting him in those situations and just say basically, yeah. listen, we're putting the pressure on you. Either you win or you're done. And I think, like like I said, like you guys are winning games now, um, and like you're playing to your strengths, you're playing well. But I, I the thing is, is if, if Zach isn't if Zach doesn't at least show he can somewhat consistently be an elite quarterback and at least show the ability to win against divisional opponents, win playoff games, or like. But, you know, maybe even just mm. keep us in playoff games. Like, at the at the end of the day, it's like, if you're not going to win me a Super Bowl, I don't want you on my team. Like, I don't yeah. want you as a quarterback. 
Like it's it's the day and the age. It's harsh it's, reality. It's just it's a harsh reality of we're playing like we're going into the AFC Championship if we ever make it there in the next fifteen years. And who are we playing? We're playing Patrick Mahomes. We're playing Josh Allen. We're playing Lamar Jackson. Like Tua. Push, maybe I mean <laughs> Tua doesn't really wear any, but Russell Wilson. Playing, <laughs> you not, he's not making it anyway. But, oh God! Like you're playing those three guys. You're like, like most likely you're gonna end up between Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, Burrow, Herbert. Like those, I mean, those five guys are two of top ten guys right Yeah. If no, you I get it. Compete with them. At the end of the day, you gotta go. Like you, you it's have the to same at least be able with to Daniel. hold. Dude, it's the you same You have to be able to thing. hold your own with those guys. Yeah. Or I don't like you're not the quarterback of the franchise. Like yeah. plain and simple. And it's just it's the harsh reality of. And it's been the same for years. I mean, like, yeah, like, has it, does it seem to have gotten worse? Yeah. But, like, at the same time, back in the day, who we were going up against Brady. We were going up against Peyton Manning. Like, at the end of the day, like, you're going up against these guys that are absolute studs. If you can't prove to me that you can at least keep, like, you don't have to be as good as them. I mean, asking for Zach to be Patrick Mahomes, you know, that would be a godsend. But, like, yeah. to at least be able to keep yourself in games with them and compete with them, is is I think the bar at this point, and I think it's the bar for every quarterback. Like and like you said with Daniel, like you don't expect him to go into the NFC champions champion or playoffs uh, and compete yeah. with these Brady's, these Cousins, these whatever. Like, and I think that's the, the, what you have to think with Zach is like, if you're not gonna be able to compete or keep us in games with those guys, mm. then like you can't be, you really can't be our, you can't be our franchise quarterback. And it, it, it's a harsh reality, yeah. But that, when push comes to shove, like. You need that elite level guy if you want to have a consistent chance at like winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's the same thing with coaching. Like it's the reason why like Mar- Mike McCarthy gets flack because like he'll he'll get to the playoffs, but he's not winning those playoff games. No, and the one like, he like won once year. with he won once with Rodgers who and and like Rogers, the, yeah. the one time Rodgers had a top five defense, they won. Like yeah, yeah, you you rolled the coattails of Rodgers and, and a top five defense. Like he couldn't do yeah. it again. And you're talking about. You know, look at Sean Payton. Look at Sean yeah. Payton. I mean, like Sean Payton wasn't like you know Sean Payton never caught any flack for this, and I don't know why he didn't. But like I'm pretty sure in Breeze's last four seasons, he the the Saints won like 49 total games and didn't reach a single Super Bowl in that yeah. span. I mean, the like, Saints you know, always consistent. You know how like it's one thing like. You and I have followed our teams for years, and we have seen everything with between. I'm talking both teams. We've seen worst yeah. teams in the league. We've seen Super Bowls. Like it's just, it's just how it's been. Do you know how frustrating it must be for Saints fans and Packer fans too every year, where you just win all the. I mean, Saints not not now because you know that it's the post Breeze era and they don't have a quarterback. But with yeah. you know the Packers, it's it's. It's every year it's divisional NFC divisional game or NFC championship and then they lose like yeah. every single year. Like, could you imagine winning 50 games in four years? The Giants won eight in four years. Imagine winning 50 in four years. You don't even make it to a single title, game, a single um, Super Bowl. You know, yeah, frustrating that gets for a fan base every single uh, time because yeah. it's a it's it's you. You've accomplished the 12 win season. You've accomplished the playoff berth. You've accomplished the first round buy or the first round win. Then that division round or NFC championship every year, that is a new goal every single time. And they just could not. Yeah. I mean, Sean Payton got a pass it in 09 with the Saints. And then Bacart and uh, the P- Rodgers and the Packers did it in uh, 2010. But it's. For four straight years, they're losing in the playoffs, and that's I that would drive me nuts. Yeah, as a fan, yeah, if and, you're and, if you're and, consistently one of the best teams in the league, and then you can't get over that hump, yeah, every year, and and not to mention you consistently have like at, at the time, like for the most majority of the career, they're both top five quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. talking about Rodgers, the last two years have won back to back MVPs. It's won back to back MVPs, and you and you lose, and like. Yeah, some of the blame is put on him. We're not going to sit here and say putting up 10 points against the 49ers isn't partly on him. Because it is, but... There are some people who... It's partially on that. Yeah, there's some people who put everything on him. They're saying... No, I was going to say there's some people who don't have Breeze in the top 10 all time, and I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, Breeze is... Breeze Breeze is statistically one of the... 
Breeze is statistically, just statistically, I'm not, but we'll get into a conversation about everything overall. Statistically, Breeze is like a top three quarterback all time, right? He's number two yeah. in passing yards behind Brady. And yeah, like, I mean, people, so he's number one. Brady doesn't count. I mean, no one was beating Brady when it comes to a longevity record. Like, it's like no. he's played for the only 20 thing, years. The only person that even has a slight chance would be Mahomes. But Mahomes, I like, I think Mahomes would have, how many, how many Super Bowls do you think Mahomes has to win to be in the conversation? For greatest of all time? Like, to, to, to compete with Brady. I'm not saying, he, I'm not saying he has to match Brady because Brady has what, six? Seven. Seven. Like, how many do you think total? For there to be like a solid debate that Mahomes like Mahomes is the greatest of all time, is better than him. Yeah. Only, uh, oh oh. Uh, I don't know. When you talk about overall, uh, like I mean, if if Mahomes only wins three, like you're gonna knock him for winning three Super Bowls <laughs> because yeah, so because question. it's not said, because it's said, not seven. Like yeah, it's it's four. three said, Super if Bowls. If he wins four, you can make a legitimate argument. I think I think three, if he I wins, I think if he wins three, you can, because it's dude, it's still three. Yeah, it's still a lot. That's still like you can't like what are you gonna knock him for only winning three just because it's not Brady's seven. Brady's seven isn't gonna be matched. No. Like that's not happening. Like he's he's figured out, uh, you know, with this whole TB12 thing. Like he's figured out how to stay in shape in order to compete at such a high level at 45 years old. Like, yeah. I know you and I know the TB12 method isn't like this top secret thing. Like you could go buy the book or whatever, like learn what yeah. to, how to do it. But like, I don't know. I think he's just done everything correctly to keep his body in the best shape possible for 22 years. And yeah, I, I mean, think hey, other everybody else him, tries so to do that. Really yeah. And he's good. Listen, listen, Brady's going to Brady's going to get to a point where he is absolutely done. I don't know when that is. I don't know if it's happening before our eyes because it hasn't. I mean, let's be honest. Brady statistically hasn't been awful this year. I mean, he's still up there when it comes to the passing yard leaders. Yeah, (laughs) like it's it's just like it's like clockwork. But at the same time, they're not very good. I know they've won two straight. They've won. I think they've won two straight since he announced uh, the The divorce. divorce. Yeah. Yeah, and she's already with Everyone. a new man's, I think. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. She moves yeah. quick, apparently. Um, yeah, so. she's she's on. Yeah, she's on to the. Uh, he's a jujitsu instructor, I think. Is it? Uh, I, I saw. I saw there was the report about a dinner date in Costa Rica. She's uh, she's she's moving on. Hey, good for her. Anyway, yeah, fair enough. Brady. Yeah. Um, but Brady, like. Brady's going to – it's going to be done at some point. I don't know if it's going to be this yeah. year. I don't know if it's next year. Um, I don't know if it's in th- – I don't know. But it's it's not like Brady – you know, we act like Brady can play till he's like 55. He's not going to. He's not playing for another 10 years. He's not playing for another five years. He's not even – I don't even think he's going to play I, for another two. Yeah. I think he's I mean, done after like, this year, honestly. I think he should be, but whether or not he is because the whole divorce – I like think – Maybe he comes back for one more year. Maybe. If you had a thousand dollars to bet on who his uh, who dates him next, who do you say? So it's, so it's got to be someone famous and someone older. That doesn't have to no, it doesn't be, have to be older necessarily. I, I mean, mean, Leo only dates people up to twenty-five. So. <sighs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's Leo, but. Who Leo? Leo used to date uh, Giselle. Dated back before she was twenty five. Yeah, for about like five, like uh, for a while too. They dated for like five years. Damn, I don't know. I that's a good. Do you have someone in mind? Is that what you're asking me? Um, I don't know if I have someone in mind. Crowd he runs in really. Yeah, you know what? That's the thing. I don't know. He's not like he doesn't hang around. Celebrity, celebrity. Like he's more of like an entrepreneurial guy. I can see him possibly dating like maybe a type of like someone involved in the athletics crowd because i feel like he's if anything going to be more involved with people oh so you think maybe like a sports agent or someone sports agent but someone that's like connected to the sports like area so maybe like it doesn't have to necessarily be an athlete but maybe someone that's just like at least in the sporting crowd like you know how like Someone who is a someone who is not an a-list celebrity but very well respected and known in their own field yeah, like you like know, maybe like someone a, like low key, or it could be like, I mean, hey, like 
Kate Upton was heavily involved. Like she was like dated a lot of sports people, and now she's with Verlander. Could be someone like her, like someone that's like maybe is an A-list celebrity, but like hangs out there... more so with the sport group. Because like, I mean, to be fair, he can date. I mean, he can get into any group he wants with Tom Brady. So, but like, I don't know. I don't know if there's like someone that's like maybe a little bit older that he can maybe. But hey, I... like Derek Jeter was what forty something when he started dating. Uh, oh, here we Hannah, go, Hannah Davis. So I don't I'm know. sure there's like who's sure Hannah odd, Davis? Hannah Jeter. She was a Sports Illustrated model. Oh, like that's Cheater's wife. That's Cheater's wife. She was 25 at the time. He was like 42. So he married and had kids. And he has kids with. How old is she, she now? Current, I don't know. 30, 30. Oh, oh, she's not that much older than us. How old is he? 50? He's got to be like close to 50, right? They got married in 2016. She's currently 32. Oh, okay. And so we here we go. I got the odds actually. There's odds I got the odds. And Derek Cheater uh, is I got, 48. I got so odds. Closing in on 50. Okay, let's get the odds. Okay. Um, I'm just going to read out. So so Alessandra Ambrosio is uh, the favorite. Who? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I've never heard some of these names. But then there's the obvious ones. Like, there's like Kendall Jenner is listed. Ooh, Madonna. Lindsey Vaughn is a good one. Lindsey Vaughn Alessandra dated Tiger Ambrosio Woods. Ambrosio is a, is a Brazilian model. She's 41. Okay, that makes sense. Taylor Ooh, Swift is Lindsay plus Taylor, Taylor Swift Taylor is on Swift. there. Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Kim Kardashian, oh, Gigi Vaughn, Hadid, Adriana Lima, Jennifer Aniston, Naomi Osaka. I was going to say. I was gonna Naomi say Osaka's listed. Wow. I was going to say Jennifer Aniston. Naomi Osaka's like, oh, like no. our age, I think. She's dating. Uh, I, I thought Naomi Osaka was dating uh, Corday, like the um, rapper Corday. I don't know if they broke up. Yeah, but, like she's yeah, she's twenty five. She was born in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, no, she's super young. Yeah, yeah, and she's like a stud too. Yeah, she's no, so, I know she's really good. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift so. was a name drop though. I was not expecting. I know. Taylor Swift. <laughs> dude, people are going. Dude, I can't <laughs> believe song. I can't believe these people. So she apparently she drops the uh, pre-sale thing for her tour, and people are going nuts, waiting in queues for like days just to yeah, spend the yeah. night at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I mean, hey, they're each their own, I guess. The resale is like 21k. How valuable yeah, is tickets? I, I saw that. I, I really should have hopped in and just waited in queue to see if I could possibly get a, uh, possibly get like a that ticket. Who's get like what is like what's happening at these shows? Why is it so much? Yeah, no, I I 100 agree. Because people are yeah. gonna buy them regardless. I don't listen I to. Guess. Them. I don't listen to her. I, is she that good? Is it like generational? It, I know it's generational. I think but she's like, good. I know she's obviously generational because she has the yes, music. Yes, I think uh, she's yeah, good. I know I mean, that. It's, 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 it, you don't. You wouldn't like her music. I mean, it's plain and simple. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I never. I haven't listened to like um like I don't know. I I I knew her when I I listened when like my mom would play it in the radio when I was like growing up because she's been around for she's been around for a while. Um. Yeah. He's she's been around for like 15 years, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Tear, I mean, drops on we tear drops on my guitar. That was a banger. That was like 08. Yeah, and, I mean, and, uh, we were like in before high school. Oh God, way before high school. Yeah. No, she was around. I'm trying to look at more Tom Brady odds. I'm trying to see like maybe there's a different. Okay, here we go. Look, there are three favorites for Tom Brady's next girlfriend. This was posted 10 days ago. Uh. Ryan, this is what the people want. Us, us yeah, I want it, like I, I'm I'm curious. Uh, what the huh, like? Yeah, it, oh, it's just like the same names basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, I assume there's they bro, Vegas knows everything. Yeah, so I don't. I, I don't. I know. You know, I, I I and I don't get how they know everything. Like, bro, <laughs> they just they have so many connections. Like, I don't. So, you I know don't how much money runs it. through gambling? I know, dude. Like, did you a couple weeks ago? Did you see that thing with like um, where DraftKings boosted uh, like the DraftKings had boosted Justin Herbert one plus touchdown pass to plus one hundred, and then he doesn't throw a touchdown pass. <laughs> like, it's like yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. She was crazy. It was like it was like the first um, it was but it wasn't it was like not just him not throwing a touchdown pass. It was the first I got to look up what uh, maybe we've spoken about it before, but it was the first time. Oh, speaking of Brady. Oh, God. Uh Oh, 
Wow. Yeah, Brady just Brady's getting sued. Yeah, the FTX thing. Oh yeah. And Larry David and all of them are getting the FTX thing. Oh yeah. Dude, should I try the uh, TB12 method? No, oh, he dude. Like he refuses to eat strawberries or something? I don't know. It's something weird. <laughs> he refuses to eat strawberries? Dude, he refuses to eat everything. I know. He has, like, the strawberries eight, is an interesting one. Do you know how many, like, gallons of water he has a day? It's, like, 12. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, water, you really can't drink enough water. That's not really saying anything. I know, but it's, like, 12? That's a, that's a lot of effort. Yeah, no, that is. Like, you have to... That, that's to the point where, like, you have to remember to, like, you have to force yourself to drink water. Like, you literally have to force. Bro, yeah. if I try to drink, if I try to drink over a gallon, I'm like, I'm like, damn it. And I remember to drink and I chug. Oh, I stock up on water when I go to the Giants games. Like, I'll go in. Why? Because it's okay, in, the, in the press box. Yeah, it's free. It's, uh, there's the, okay. there's the, uh, there's the fridge. So, so you I go. Do I drink a lot? <laughs> do I, at the, uh, they do not sell alcoholic beverages to us. They yeah, do not have those. Free. I don't know. It'd be cool though. I I usually uh, have. Right. I usually I usually walk in. So I, by the way, I'll tell you the biggest perk. I get to walk in with a water bottle from outside the stadium. Wow. They let me I go can. through. Water I bottle can. in backpack on the side. I walk in. No no questions asked. I go in. That's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't bring any water bottles. It, you can't. Did you know I got I got stopped by TSA and it took like 15 minutes one time. And I'm like, why am I in trouble? And they're like, yes, sir. Is this yours? And it's like a water bottle in my backpack that I forgot. I'm like, this took you 15 minutes. TSA is sometimes very. Like, you can't bring water small. bottles anywhere. Um, no. But I so I bring my water in and then I get two more and I get a coffee right at kickoff. I do get the coffee at kickoff. Oh yeah. Do you get that for free too? Oh yeah. I got the little cup with the holder, uh the the lid so it doesn't spill. I have it set up right. And um yeah, and because I I don't know, I'm always exhausted, so I need it. Um but uh yeah, the I gotta I should do we should do the T B twelve method and we should uh if you want to broadcast it on TikTok, that'd be sick. Can, <laughs> me going through the, the, the two normal uh, guys go through the two normal guys go, the, go through the, the TV12 method. The diet regimen of the world's greatest athlete. <laughs> Let's see how they For do. Sure. Day Let's two, see were, how they survive. Day two, were day like two. in the fetal the position. <laughs> <laughs> day two, I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Day two, we're in like we're like vomiting because like it's that's. I wonder – I bet you the TB12 method has, like, an hour blocked out every week just for vomiting. <laughs> like, just you're telling me, like, like – Get a break. Yeah. Like, you like, vo- like yeah. Like, puke therapy. Like, that's what it is. No, you can't eat – you you have to see the um, the Wikipedia page. Uh, so, I, I read it on Wikipedia what actually it is um, and what, like, it, and what – it specifically entails like the method it there's a bunch of things he does not eat like it's a there's a uh trying to look at what this thing is he can't you're right he can't eat like certain fruits yeah it's, it's like weird. i think strawberries I are one of them no strawberries really um okay here we go he and his family adhere to a controversial strict i love how they were controversial him and his family adhere to a controversial strict diet the tb12 method which has attracted much media attention attention brady advocates a daily water intake in ounces of half of one's body weight in pounds and personally consumes a couple hundred ounces daily he must avoid fruits i've never heard of you needing to avoid fruit he avoids fruits, mushrooms, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, coffee, Gatorade. Um, is he sponsored by Gatorade? White sugar, uh, flour, gluten, dairy, soda, cereal, white rice, potatoes, and bread. Interesting. This, in, he said he prefers a diet of just organic food, saying uh, oh, that people do that. Um, who are, other professional athletes who follow Brady's diet include Kirk Cousins. Wow. Hmm. Hey, Kirk. And look who's eight and one. Hey, it's working. Hey. It's I, working. Oh, hey. If, okay. If Daniel does the TB12 method, it's going to shoot up to three years, 95 million. Okay. <laughs> let's be honest. With you. That's that's the one, like, the one that's, like, the, the thing he has to do. You have to, when he signs a contract, 
must do TB12 diet. He does the TB12 diet in the offseason. He comes back. He's like 2020 Josh Allen times 10. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> he lands like a – I'd, I'd, I'd be trapping Zach in the offseason making him do the TB12 diet. Joe Shane's got to pay him like $2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my him. God. Yeah. No, but Brady, hey, hey. Ah, you know what? You know what Brady? Uh, you know Brady's gonna date actually. Um, he's going to someone who works for uh, Mask Singer. He's gonna, mm. he's gonna do that. Yeah, because he's. No, it's gonna be one of the other Mask Singer. Because you know it's you know he was gone for eleven days from training camp, which must mean that he went to the Mask Singer because apparently going on the Mask Singer takes eleven days. And apparently, yeah, and works. apparently, someone who's getting paid four hundred million dollars by that same network doesn't have the power to get out of a mass singer commitment, so we can go to training camp. Dude, he's, he's it was he's, just dude, the dumbest conspiracy the theory I've ever seen. They got him. But, they, they got him by the balls. At the end of the day, they got him by the balls. So they got him. That's why he was gone. He was trying to figure out his relationship, which ended up failing. So I guess he should have been at at training camp. It's something that had to. Do, yeah, it, it had to do with Giselle. 100%. I wonder how what that means for his future. Like, I wonder if he like is it since it's not because, you know, one of the reasons why there was always he coming back. Is he not is because Giselle didn't want him coming back to football. Yeah. So I wonder if this is I wonder if he, he now is I wonder if he's in like revenge mode. That's what that's what people are saying. That he's I, in, I, that I, he's I, in, yeah, I, I'm he's two and oh since the, the divorce, I think. He is. I yeah. know. So people are saying this is like. Him getting his like he's in revenge mode. He's gonna be like MVP again, like take over the NFL. Do you imagine? <laughs> it's like that another title. I would actually cry, dude. It's I, I can't I, have another. I can't have another Brady title, dude. I like I don't hate him. I don't have anything against him at all. I wasn't a Jeff fan growing up, like, but I just I need like change. I need like I, I think I think the whole NFL is like listen. I mean, people are getting sick of Mahomes already, so it's like if it comes down between Mahomes and Brady, I'm taking I'm taking Mahomes every day of the week. Once Mahomes wins like three, then I'll be sick of him. I'm like, okay, that's not for the next one. Now, like the next guy, I want to see win three. Yeah, there's there's I mean, so many quarterbacks I want to see win. Like really, like I I want to see like Josh Allen win a Super Bowl. I also want to see like Burrow win a Super Bowl. Um, I but like, win a Super Bowl. you do? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, no, it would be. I like him. He's cool. I have nothing against Kirk. I want to see Lamar win a Super Bowl. That'd be cool. Uh, they yeah, they should have won a Super Bowl three years ago. First of all, they had the they that 2019 Ravens team over the just absolutely outplayed themselves. Like just they were they should have they blew it. Their chance was yeah. to win that title in 2019. Like Dak's uh, not Dak. Um, Lamar's um MVP year. So, um. Before we head out, we leave anything out? I think we we got a we got a lot of we talked. We got, we got a lot. We talked. We we started off talking about Jets Giants, and then we went to them. who Brady's gonna he's gonna date, and then you know. Hey, I'm trying we, out yeah, the TP12 method. I think I think basically, you know, if if Zach plays like like plays like ass um, against the Pats, I may have to like either I'm either gonna rant angrily or I'm gonna break down in tears and start crying. So it's gonna be one or the other. The next time we podcast, it's or yeah. or I'll be or I'll be talking all my shit about how I've always had faith in that. <laughs> so it's either like angry slash crying or like exuberant. I, told I totally you so, screaming. The Giants. Like, it, it's these are must-win games for both teams. The Giants got to win too before they end up having to face. And by the way, the Giants are just a game out of this division. Like the Giants, the, the, all of a sudden. This Thanksgiving game with the Cowboys becomes huge. The the two matchups are already going to be huge against Philly. But, I mean, the first one at least might be flexed to Sunday night, which would be crazy. Um, you know, it's – Giants got to win this game. You can't lose to a team like Detroit, especially when you yeah. have no, eyes yeah, on yeah, division. Yeah, uh, Must-win game. game. Yeah, Both uh, must-win games. But, um, Rob, uh, as always, thank you for coming on. Of course. Can't wait to, can't wait to either be – very happy or very sad next week. One way or the other, it's gonna. Oh, be. We'll, yeah, it'll be a whirlwind of emotions, no matter what That's happens. That's for sure. That's for uh, sure. On Sunday. Um, yeah, talk next week. Sounds good. All right, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 123 of the Wide Right Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ryan Honey E S N Y and at Robert Letnin. 
Uh, listen to and subscribe to the Wide Right Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever in the world you get your podcast. Uh, Rob, thanks so much. And uh, talk to you guys next week.